in to the Hit Stick Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your announcing host of the evening, Chris, not the quarterback, Sims, joined as always by my good buddies, my pals, Michael Setta. How's it going today? Hey, hey, hey. And Rydog over here. I totally gave him the fake out and it worked. Yeah, broke my ankles on that one. That hurt my feelings. He fell for the pop fake for sure. <laughs> Got you good. All right, welcome to this matchup edition of the Hit Stick Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we have some hits of the week to bring you, and then we're going to go over these games and tell you who to play and who not to play. Uh, Chris, let's just get right into it. Give me your first hit of the week. All right. are we start? What position are let's, we going to start at? Let's go down the roulette table. Let's go quarterback, running back, then wide receiver, tight end. Start with your quarterback. All right. I'm going to give you my quarterback. This is a guy that has a montage. He's the one. He's the only. Gardner Minshew. We all love him. Everybody does. He's a fantasy darling right now. Gardner Menchu. Why do I think he's a hit of the week? It's very plain and it's very simple. He's playing the Miami Dolphins who have... It's actually kind of funny because the Miami Dolphins are also playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. So this game has sneaky shootout potential because both of these defenses, I don't really think are going to be able to stop each other. Uh, Gardner Menchu has actually been on fire over his first two games. And these were against, in my opinion, very respectable defenses. He torched Indianapolis for uh, 26 points in week one. And then he torched Tennessee in Tennessee for 30 points in week two. So roll Gardner Menchu in your starting lineup this week and be confident about it. All righty. I like it. Uh, set up. What do you got for me? So for my quarterback, hit of the week. I uh, went with a bounce back candidate and that's Mr. Carson Wentz. I know we talked about him a little bit on our previous show, um, but he's going against the Cincinnati Bengals who gave up the best QBR last week to Baker Mayfield and their line is going to be a little bit healthier. Lane Johnson came back last week, but he was still banked up. He should be a little bit better this week and I have no no doubt in my mind he's going to come out and put up very big numbers over the Cincinnati Bengals this week. Bounce back. Yeah, if he doesn't do it against Cincy, then I'll be really concerned. Yeah, then you can cut Carson Wentz. <laughs> All right. I'll move on to mine. I got a Mitch Trubisky, Mr. Mitch Kissing Titties. What? Yep. Mitch Trubisky is my quarterback. What? You know why. Go ahead. Play whichever silly sound effect you want to play. Go Met, ahead. Matter football never dies. Wow. What? Yeah, wow was right. He's playing the Falcons. That's all the argument you need. He's playing the Falcons. Falcons offense is ridiculously good. And they're going to put up points, and Mitch is going to have to stay in that game. You know, Bears are 2-0, and I believe, and the Falcons are 0-2. I'll comment on this in a little bit. So I have a quick question real quick. Um, Falcons went up against the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys, two of the most high-powered offenses in the NFL. Do you think the Bears are going to have enough to stay with them? I don't know if they'll have enough, but they're going to need to have enough. Like, it'll, it'll be a volume-type play. It's Mitch is going to have to sling the ball this game. No, I like to take. Just curious where your mind was at. Yeah, that's that's pretty much just where it's at. Yeah, we, we know Matt Nagy's going to come out with some antics here. You know, he's going to try and fake them out. He'll be like, I don't know who's starting a tight end this week. It's 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 a secret. Yeah, the one week that they need to actually pass the ball, they're just going to give it to Montgomery twenty six times. Probably that, that's something <laughs> Nagy would do. That's a Nagy. They thought we were going to pass, <laughs> so I ran. We were down twenty one <laughs> late in the third quarter. They were expecting pass three straight runs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to running backs. I'll give my run, running back first. Uh, bounce back candidate as well. And not really a bounce back. He was okay. But Kenyon Drake, one of my favorite players, one of my uh, hits of the year, if you remember from earlier in the season. Oh, I had forgot. Yeah, he was uh, He was one of my hits. And for good reason, this week, he's playing Detroit. Detroit got carved up by Aaron Jones. 
Detroit get rocked city yeah. by everybody that plays against them. Exactly. Kyler's going to feast. Hopkins is going to feast. Drake's going to feast. Uh, I think it becomes a point where Cardinals are up big early and Drake's just running the ball. He got 20 carries last week. There's no reason to think he can't get another 20 this week. If he reaches pay dirt, he's paying off that second, third round value. Now, the one thing to comment on this, I like the play no matter what, but um, Kenny Galladay is expected to be back in this game, which would bring Matthew Stafford and his offense back to full power. So it might allow the Detroit Lions to hang with the Cardinals a little bit better. But even in that scenario, Kenyon Drake is excellent in the past game, so it really wouldn't change. It's just something to do. I think it's an absolute smash spot for him, and I don't think – I don't really think there's a way he goes. Other than like an injury, I don't think he can underperform this week. Yeah, he's a big buy right now, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Seta, who's your running back? So my running back head of the week is uh, from the Cleveland Browns, Mr. Kareem Hunt. Ooh, not Chubb. I love it. I like Kareem. Um, the RB1 I, in Cleveland. And I like him a little bit better um, in this matchup um, against the Washington football team. They got a good front seven. The back end of their defense is pretty atrocious. But they're going to get a little bit of pass rush, and uh, I think it's going to lead to a couple checkdowns. And I think Kareem's uh, usage is going to get increased, increased, increased throughout the year to make sure Chubb stays fresh for towards the end of the season. Yeah, he's definitely showed that he can be usable on a week-to-week basis. If it is some kind of a competitive game and they need to be passing the ball, he's going to be in on the passing downs. I'm rising on Hunt big time in fantasy. I like Hunt a lot. I think he's a great player. I think you should, if you have him on your team, you should be playing him at this point. All right, Chris, what do you got for me? So, I got a, um, I don't know, it's, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Joshua Kelly, somebody you would not expect to be a start of the, or a hit of the week. Um, I have good reasoning why as to think so. It's definitely, this is somebody that you'd probably be looking to flex, but I know a lot of people are dealing with running back injuries this week. So, I really wanted to throw one that's a little bit farther out there to give people some options. I like Joshua Kelly a lot this week, and it's just when you break down the variables. He sneakily got 23 carries in last game. Now, what I think we're going to see for this season from Joshua Kelly is when the Chargers are winning or competing in the game, you're going to see a lot of carries from Kelly because that's when they can grind and pound and run the game and play their game script the way they want it. Don't misunderstand me. Austin Eckler is the guy there. You should be starting Austin Eckler too, but they're playing Carolina. And this is a terrible run defense, probably the worst run defense in the league. Keep in mind, Carolina also just lost the best player in fantasy football in Christian McCaffrey. That is going to take a toll on that offense. I don't think Carolina going up against that stout Chargers defense is going to be able to really hold their own. So I think that the game script's really going to favor Joshua Kelly, and you're going to get to the point where the Chargers are going to be trying to sit on the ball and give the ball to their bruiser running back and let him pound it up the middle. So slide him into your flex and hope he gets a touchdown. Yeah, I like Josh Kelly. He was one of my big pickups from after week one when he got a lot of the carries. So I like that. Like that hit. Yeah. My only concern is Austin Eckler is still getting carries. Like he had nineteen that first week and I I if it does become a game that's out of hand, I don't see why they would keep Eckler in there and not just keep feeding the ball to Kelly, but I like it. I, I'm a big fan of Kelly as well, so I can't complain. Yeah, I think he's just got a really good bet to get a touchdown this week. Yeah. Uh, wide receivers. Who wants to start with wide receivers? I'll kick it off. So, right. to piggyback on your Mitchell Trubisky start, which uh, that's bold, I would definitely, uh, I don't know. It's always concerning when you're throwing Mitch Trubisky in your lineup. But I'm going to go with his boy and my number one bounce back target of the week, somebody I think you really should be buying. I'm going to say that again because I'm telling you, buy Allen Robinson. 
Allen Robinson, my wide receiver, hit of the week. He's going up against Atlanta. Atlanta has been torched now by pretty much everyone. That defense is terrible. And the Falcons' offense, it's very, very good. So game script should favor Allen Robinson based on having a lot of just doing what he normally does and getting his usual volume. And I think he's going to be able to actually get and make it work against this Atlanta secondary. So, All right, Zeta, what do you got for me? So my wide receiver hit is Mr. Deontay Johnson. He is going up against the Houston Texans this week. Great play. And the main reason why I think he's going to be my hit of the week is after watching their games the past two weeks, it really seems like, I know Juju's great. I know he's technically probably their number one, but it looks like they're just designing plays to get Deontay Johnson the ball, and that is perfect for PPR purposes. They design quick screens, little rub routes, just to get that guy the the ball in space, and this is going to be a good high-scoring matchup for the Texans. I think Deontay's going to be another smash play again this week. Yeah, I like that play a lot. I definitely, I mean, this is an offense that can easily sustain two wide receivers. They've done it. Ben has done it multiple times in his career. I don't see any reason why he can't do it now. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, my wide receiver hit is going to be Mr. CeeDee Lamb. I'm going back to the wide receivers of the Dallas Cowboys this week. You're going to get it wrong again. I'm getting the real wide receiver too. Possibly the new wide receiver one there in Dallas. And CeeDee Lamb, he hasn't put up any crazy, crazy numbers yet, but he's going against the Seahawks this week who... We're, they're not the Legion of Boom anymore. They're playing in shootouts this year, and Dallas is an offense that can hold their own in a shootout. And I think on a lot of passes and a lot of opportunity, I think CeeDee Lamb's going to come down and be the top guy there in Dallas this week. So He helped him win the game, man. I'm all about the CD train. He's looked like a number one receiver. He's looked very good for Dallas so far. I'm in for that. So other side of the coin, just because you know we are coming off the waiver wire episode, I know that was the last episode that we did, is Michael Gallup droppable? No, not with the way I, I, I get it because he's not getting the work. But with the way Dallas is offense or their way they're playing and humming right now, I think his chance will still be there. You can't drop a guy who is a, on the field for the most to, like for the most part there in Dallas when they're putting up thirty five to forty points a game. Yeah, I wouldn't drop him either. I, I think I'm in the same boat as Ryan. Also, too, with the guys ahead of him, you got a rookie receiver who's not like physically built to last a whole season. So who knows with CD's health as well as. Amari Cooper has historically been banged up for a game or two, and when Michael Gallup will replace him as like the either one or two option, he's going to eat without Amari Cooper or CeeDee Lamb in the picture, especially with Jarwin out. Yeah, there are plenty of targets to go around there in Dallas, so I can't I can't drop definitely not drop. Yeah, him he's yet. like he's a guy you want to hang on because he would be the most added guy if one of those guys were to go down. Exactly. He's gonna get snatched up immediately. Uh tight ends. I'll start with tight ends. And mine is Mr. Drew Sample. Tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals, taking over for the torn Achilles of C.J. Uzama. We didn't mention on the injury part, but... Uh, yeah, there's too much to mention. There was. He went seven catches on nine targets last week, 45 yards. Nothing great, not a huge stat line, but Uzama was eating before uh, he got carted off, and Drew Sample was still playing and getting his own while Uzama was out there. That seems to be where Joe Burrow is finding the ball, is to his tight ends. And we know rookie quarterbacks love their tight ends and their running backs, so I think Drew Sample... He could be a sneaky good ad for you as a tight end. And he's going against Philly this week, who gave up three touchdowns to Higby last week, gave up a touchdown to Logan Thomas in week one, the reason we were all adding Logan Thomas after week one. I Philly might be the new team to play tight ends against. And you definitely made your case. I, I want to be ahead of that train, so I'm going Drew Sample. Uh, Seta? So for my tight end of the week is the Mr. Hockness Monster. 
And uh, I picked him week one, scored that touchdown. I just think that this game with the Lions and the Cardinals, it's going to be a little bit more of a shootout. Like Chris was saying, hopefully Kenny G can come back. And that can, you know, take some defensive second, like double teams and help, you know, more towards him and the Amendola as Marvin Jones is of the world. And that's going to leave him on one-on-one coverage. And he is a mismatch. No one can guard that man. He is a stud. And I'm all in on the Hawkness monster this year. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I Even if Galladay's back, I still think uh, TJ Hawkinson could feast. So I like that. Yeah, I almost think it might help him with him coming it back. It could, yeah. Uh, Sims? So my off the final hit of the week here. Mike Kosicki, tight end for the Miami Dolphins. Very similar to my Gardner Menchu take. He is playing the Jaguars. And here's the big reason why. He got 11 targets last week. This is a guy that is soaking up targets. He's running routes out of the slot. He is killing it on all angles. He's an athletic freak. And there's just not a lot of pass catching options there. So I definitely would have no problem firing up Mike Kosicki as somebody that's going to get way more volume than your usual tight end should. Yeah, that. I, I can't argue against it because 11 targets and 100 something yards out of a tight end. Who's and now against Jackson, pretty much as a wide receiver. Yeah, it, it's definitely in play this week. I, I don't like the Miami offense at all. Like I don't try to roster their players, but I think Gasecki is the guy to own there. Yeah, for sure. Anyone going against Jacksonville hits all day. <laughs> yes. And anyone on Jacksonville, if their name is Gardner Minshew, is a hit all day. All right, and that's it for the hits of the weekend. Now let's break down some matchups, boys. Let's do it. Let's start with Thursday night football. We got Dolphins at Jaguars. Gardner Minshew, Mike Kosicki, Miles Gaskin, you playing him or no? No. Devontae Parker, injured, you playing him or no? No. Yeah. Preston Williams? No. Nope. Um, flip side, Keenan Cole, flex play? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Uh, and James Robinson, you starting him up? Yep. 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 As, an, as an RB2, I'd feel confident putting him in as an RB2 now. Yeah, just the way. yeah, he's been getting the full workload. I'm all in on Robinson this year for sure. Yeah, I'm, 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 I wasn't high... Before the draft or before uh, fantasy drafts when people were taking him in the last round or people were adding him. But do we need to mention Fitzmagic? No. No, yeah, really. I he mean, might be a decent stream option because he's going up against the Jags. But, yeah, kind of what Ryan was saying, though, about Robinson is it, it kind of, like, helped with circumstance, with the situation he's in. It kind of worked itself out for him to where now there's really, after he's taken that lead role, I don't see him giving it up to guys who come back from injuries or COVID or whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got 49ers at New York Giants. A lot of injuries in this game. Oh, from last man. Week. I like the Giants receivers this week. And really? the main reason why is the 49ers defense is historically very, very good. However, Richard Sherman is down. Bosa is down. D Ford is maybe out. Solomon Thomas Solomon is down. Solomon Thomas is down. That's key parts in the front and the back of your defense to get pressure and to cover the receivers. I think without Saquon, they're going to be passing the ball. I really like Darius Slayton this week. Now you're saying Shepard's probably out, right? Shepard is probably he's dealing with turf toe. I mean, I can't see. So I, even if he's on the field, you don't. I can't play. imagine him playing. Now Golden Tate is back. Golden Tate is back. Are you playing Golden Tate this no. week? No, it's Darius Slayton is the only New York Giant I'm comfortable playing. I wouldn't feel that bad about putting both of those guys in my lineup this well, actually, week. Actually, um, I wouldn't have a problem putting Ingram. I'm a, in my that's lineup. what I was going to say. Ingram, I know he hasn't been great yet this year. He but. excels when people go down though, like I was saying before. So. All right, and on the other side of the ball, 49ers offense. Jimmy G, week to week, could play this week, might not. Probably not. I'm not I'm not playing anybody on the 49ers this week. What about except, Jared, if Kittle returns? That's what I was going to say, except for Kittle. If he's going to play, he's a tough MFer, and he'll, he'll you know fight through injuries. He did it all last season, and he was still relevant. He was still getting targets, still getting touchdowns. That's the one person I would be able to play in if he's going to play. 
dealing with running back injuries? Are you sliding McKinnon or Wilson in your flex spot? No, that that's one I'm staying away from simply for for the situation. I don't know. Like Jarek McKinnon may be irrelevant this week, and next week he's the number three running back in the league. So I'm staying away from those, you know, messy backfields. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. Fair. Anything else from that game? No. All right, Raiders at Patriots. Uh, Raiders are two and zero. The Raiders hot. are looking sneaky yeah. good this year. I'm pissed about it. <laughs> Did you guys know that John Gruden's nickname is Chucky? That wouldn't surprise me. Like Chucky the doll, yeah, the evil looks, doll. He looks like well, my let me, grandpa, let me tell you what. who's a monster. My grandpa loves to bet on football games, and he texts me all the time, like, "What do you think?" And he texted me the other day, and he's like, "Do you think Chucky's gonna beat New? Or- do you think Chucky? How do you think Chucky's gonna do tonight?" I'm like. Who the hell is Chucky? What are you? T- There's nobody on any either team named Chucky. And he's like, that's John Gruden's nickname. And I'm like, oh, okay. That, that must be a Yinzer thing. I must say, I just call him Spider 2Y Banana. <laughs> but yes, old Spider 2Y Banana. Uh, I really don't know what to say because this is a very interesting matchup. Cam Newton is looking real good this year, and I don't see him slowing down. Honestly, my take goes more on the Raiders side of the ball. Their offensive line is unreal good. Yeah. Against that New Orleans front, they gave Derek Carr all the time in the world. And I'm honestly moving more towards playing any Oakland guys I can, whether it's Waller, Jacobs, Derek Carr. Like, all those options are solid. Now let's talk about those receivers. Even Ruggs I'd throw in there. Really? He was banged up last week, and he got a couple targets, but he didn't really do much. But I think that this week it's going to be a little bit better, except for the point of Stefan might be – shadowing him all over the field now um just a quick point that i want to bring up i am as a josh jacobs owner tempering expectations this week just because bill belichick has a history he is known to scheme out the best player on the opposing sides team and that is clearly josh jacobs so Uh, that worries me that might be waller this week i i hope you're right because i I want to see Jacobs continue to do well. I, I I have no worry about Jacobs' rest of season. The carries are there. I think Jacobs is a beast of a running back. I, you have to start him if you have him. But I'm just saying, if you are starting him, just be aware that Belichick is known to take away a team's best threat. But you're right. It could be Waller. All right. And on the Patriots side of the ball, obviously you're playing you're playing Cam Newton now, right? Oh, yeah. He's, I'm your, playing he's, Cam. Your, he's your new starting quarterback. Yeah, I'm playing Cam if I got him. Yeah, you took... Uh, Depends on who I have. Yeah, that really does depend. But Cam Newton... If you got him off the waivers, I think you're lucky. I think he might be the real deal. He's again. very safe, so because of that rushing floor. So definitely, um, you know, t- based on your matchup, if you're going up against somebody and it's an even matchup, like if you're going up against a juggernaut, but the thing is, you got the upside too. So I, you can't go wrong. Either. Those that rushing goal line rushing upside is just unbelievable, yeah. and you can't give it up. Yeah, you know, I'm, nobody else is getting the carry. I'm giving it to Cam all day for sure. Yeah, uh, running backs there, James White. You know, real tragic story. What happened to his family? Uh, Lost his dad in a car accident. Yeah. His mom's in critical condition. Uh, not sure if he'll be back this week. Yeah, he's he's a wait and see. I'm kind of, I, I feel, feel, so I feel bad. bad yeah, I feel I, bad, you know. I remember getting the notification that he was a surprise inactive, and I was like, what's going on? And then I, I found out why, and I was like, that is, that's so sad. I, I, I really feel bad for the. Yeah, that's probably the worst story to come out of football this year, and it, it was a real bummer to read that. Um, I'm going to play on the part of he's not going to play this week, so if James White is out, you doing anything at the running backs in New England? Yeah, Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm probably staying away from all the running backs except for Cam. All right, and wide receivers. We got Nikhil Harry. You playing Harry? Not yet. I want to see what he did last week in a non-shootout fashion. 
getting that many targets, that many yards before I can confidently throw him in. So I'm going to stick with Edelman, but that's probably it with the receiving core. Yeah, I agree with you there. Yep. All right, moving on. We got Atlanta Falcons hosting the Chicago Bears. Ah, uh, Mitch Trubisky was my hit of this week. We've already touched a lot. I mean, you're starting Matt Ryan. You're starting I'm Todd ben- Girl. No, I'm benching Calvin this week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, let's start on that Atlanta side of the ball. Todd Gurley, he's not getting goal line work. I'm Ido, still, Ido I'm still Smith, plugging him in. Ido Smith is getting into the game during those situations. Yeah, that's what And I was Brian Hill was getting work in the other Brian, situations. That, that's, that's what I was meant to say. Brian Hill's yeah. getting the goal line work, and Ido Smith is still playing. Uh, Todd Gurley's getting the rushing yards. I don't. He's not going to have touchdown upside. Are you? Are you nervous? Uh, yeah, I, I was nervous before the year. That's why I made him a miss. I didn't. I have zero. I'm not nervous because I have zero shares of him. But I, if I had Todd Gurley, I'm absolutely waiting for the one game that he has two touchdowns and sixty yards and like maybe ten yards in the passing game because he's a very inefficient receiver, and I'm selling the shit out of him right away because I I don't like him all year long. I mean, you see what this team's this team has zero defense. Todd Gurley is incredibly inefficient as a pass catcher. I've already said that. And they're just airing it out. It's very bad for Todd Gurley. I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, I think uh Todd um with his health situation, I think he may be uh more of the game plan to kind of ease him into the offense. So in the very in the beginning of the season, I kind of want to wait and see how he plays out. But if you if you drafted him in like the third round, you're gonna to have to plug him in. So I wouldn't be uh, like you know afraid to plug him in, but I think his good games are gonna hopefully come towards the end of the season when they know you know oh it's time to make this push towards the playoffs or oh it's time to make this push we gotta win this game. Let's find the line. James Robinson or Todd Gurley? James Robinson. James Robinson for me too. That's a tough one, honestly. Honestly, I'm probably still going to go girly here just because of how big of a question mark Robinson is and he's had he's done done it 2 weeks. So, I'm probably still going to go girly at this point. David Johnson against that stout Pittsburgh front or Ty Gurley against the Bears. I'm going I'm going girly. Really? Sure. I'm, I'm going David Johnson. Leonard Fournette or or Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley for me. I think yeah. the Leonard Fournette game was a fluke. Yeah, it was a big run that's what helped. I'm, I honestly, yeah, I'm gonna go Gurley again. So I, I think would I'm, go. I would go. Gurley I think I'm a little Fournette. bit more confident in Gurley than I thought I was, honestly, because he's he's a guy that he he's proven he's an elite back as long as his health isn't like messed with. So all he really needs to do is stay healthy and get the looks and the opportunity, in my opinion. Yeah, and if the Bears aren't gonna be the they're probably going to be the first team that isn't going to post 40 points against the Falcons this year, so they might get the chance to actually run the ball this game. So it could be a bounce-back game for Gurley, but I'm also erring on the side of caution to where I'm not wanting Gurley. But moving on to pass catchers. You're obviously playing Julio if he's out there and healthy. You're playing Kelvin Ridley. I would not be playing Julio if I was able to pivot. I mean, I I, I get it's hard to sit Julio, but he's dealing with a hamstring injury, and it's it's clearly affecting his play. And, I mean, do you really, this is one of those players that you could start and – by halfway through the first quarter, he gets benched for the rest of the game, especially because I do think this is a game where they could boat race the Bears. So I would be concerned starting Julio. He's not, I mean, I, if you drafted him, you definitely probably have to play him, but it's not somebody that I'm excited to toss into my lineup this week. Yeah, it's still pretty early on in the whole fantasy season. So at this point, if Julio disappoints for a second week in a row and you take an L because of that, you can still come back from it and make the playoffs on your fantasy team. So 
at this point, I'm still going to be plugging in Julio Jones until he's out of the game. Now, we talked about this guy in the waiver part, but Russell Gage, does he slide into your lineups this week? This isn't a week that I'd be excited to play him. I'd rather play Hayden Hurst. I'd rather, obviously, you're playing really. I, I just, I don't think this game screams shootout the way the last two did because I just don't trust the Bears to be able to hang. So that's why I just, that, I like Gage. He's not a bad option if he's like your last resort, but this is not my favorite week to start him. All right, moving on to the Chicago side. We already said Mitch. Moving on. David Montgomery. Yeah. RB2 this week? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Atlanta's got a bad defense. That's, uh, you're starting majority. I wouldn't start Anthony Miller. I, no, and I wouldn't start Jimmy Graham. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Allen Robinson in for a bounce back game, I hope. I mean, I think a, I think AR15 is going to be my only guy on the Bears I would play aside from maybe Mitch, only because um, I think that Montgomery may get the Joe Mixon uh, carries like this week where they're just going to be down by so much. Mitch might have to throw the ball 50 times. What about Tariq Cohen as a flex? This a lot week, of running back injuries. I, th- I think this week is the week to play Tariq this because, might, yeah. because they're going to be passing and having to try to keep up. He's going to be on the field. He's going to be running in the slot. And they I just like, paid him. I like Tariq. Yeah, they paid him 17 mil to give him the ball twice Before or whatever. Before they paid Allen Robinson. That man's not happy. No, he's not. All right. That's what you're <laughs> getting from Robinson right now. Moving on, we got the Rams hosting the Bill or the Bills hosting the Rams. Uh, I'm going to guess a final score of like 14 to 10. <laughs> I was going to say, this is going to be a big defensive game, and I don't know, aside from the two Rams receivers that can help you PPR-wise, I don't know that many players I want in this matchup aside from maybe, like I said, those two receivers and the two quarterbacks, maybe. Yeah, that's a it's a weird spot. Like I I'm you're playing Higby, obviously. I'm, I'm staying th- away from golf. Are you who who is Tradavius White gonna be on? I is think it could, I think it could be either. I think it's gonna be both all game because I think uh, McVeigh's creative. He's gonna I, switch I, things around. I think Tradavius is gonna be Shadow and Cooper because Tradavius White's an unreal slot cornerback. Unbelievable man guy. Just like Yeah. So I think it may be Cooper Cup, which would hopefully will lead to Robert Woods getting some more looks. But you know, who who knows? Like every other week it could be Woods, it could be Cup. They both could get U15. It, it it's all different for those guys. You really, really can't hard. sit any of those it's, guys. It's exactly. hard to project which one's gonna get you twenty five and, and the other one's gonna get you twelve. Like it's hard to predict that. Now, running backs, Henderson, Malcolm Brown, Akers, whichever ones are on the field and healthy and playing this week, are you playing any of them? I'm comfortable starting Henderson if I have to. And when I say if I have to, I'm just I'm catering to the fact that there is a large amount of people with running back injuries right now. It's not something I want to do, but if I have to plug one in, I'm going to pick Henderson. Yeah, the way I kind of falls, if you have Henderson on your roster and you didn't need to pick him up, you I would, wouldn't be mad about playing him. Um, but if you had, I wouldn't waste a waiver claim on Henderson yet because I think in a week or two it's going to be back to the, you know, by committee. So yeah. this week is a decent play to play Henderson though. All right, Bill side of the ball, Josh Allen. We've already talked about start. Uh, I, I'm I'm incredibly com- with the yeah. rushing baseline. I know you guys are talking about this being a low scoring game. I'm very comfortable starting Josh Allen. Yeah, I th- I'm, yeah, I wouldn't start him over uh, 28 other quarterbacks in this league this week. Would you start Ryan Tannehill over him? No, <laughs> no. Okay, this is uh, what about Matthew Stafford? No. Okay, thank you. Possibly. Guys, I would start Mahomes, Lamar, Russ, and, and maybe, maybe Kyler. Ba- and maybe Baker. You guys are helping me out with my team. Thank you. Hey, just giving you props for you where you do. Uh wide receivers, you're playing Diggs. John Brown. John Brown playing. 
I'd prefer not to. Really? I like it's going to be one of those low scoring games. Is Ramsey going to be on Brown? Is it? I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm not comfortable playing Brown, but I, I have no problem flexing him. Yeah, I wouldn't be that worried about playing John Brown because he seems like to be getting a decent amount of targets and looks, as well as like you just said about Ramsey. I could almost assume Ramsey's going to be shadowing Diggs all day. Yeah, because he's definitely their most polished receiver. Yeah. So. And then Dawson Knox, kind of, you're not playing him. No. Nope. Nah, and I don't want to start either of the running backs. That's what here. I was going to say. Running backs, you're not. Yeah, Josh Allen. <laughs> all right, moving on. We got Steelers hosting the Texans. About to see my three and no Steelers. All right, let's start with the Texans side of the ball. Fuck the Steelers. Bounce that back. was that was rude. I yeah. shouldn't say that stuff. No, no, you were right. You were right, Ryan. Um, bounce back week for Deshaun Watson. He's going to light the league on fire. He's going to put up 40 on the steel curtain, and they're going to probably get like six points. No, I'm just playing. I was going to say, you're putting the, your name on that? This should be, this should be a pretty high-scoring game. I know Pittsburgh's defense is elite, especially their front seven. Um, however, I think that Deshaun Watson, he's just elite he's a fuck excuse me he's a winner like he can put up points whenever it needs to no matter who's on his team this game's not going to be a runaway and it's going to be very good for the pass catching options i believe in both teams texans are fighting for their first win yeah deshaun had a real shit start to the season when you got to play baltimore when you got to play kansas city and then you got to play the steelers and you know how it goes with Watson. I mean, he wants to get some sprinkles, and he's not been able to get sprinkles at all this year. So he's going to fight hard for those. We know Deshaun Watson likes getting his sprinkles on his ice cream, and we know that those are for winners. So <laughs> Sprinkles are for winners. Uh, David Johnson? No, I do not want to start David Johnson this week. Yeah, if James Conner is like my only running back, I might play him, but I'm probably going to want to stay away from both of these running back situations well, this week. All right. I actually think that James Conner is a great play this week. I and that's that's being me, not no Steeler fan biased. I he's he made it through the game, so he seems all right. It's always scary putting him in your lineup, but this Houston run defense is bad. So I know that we jumped the gun, we're on Houston side, but I would definitely be starting James Conner. Yeah, I was kind of talking about both sides, honestly. So yeah, Will Fuller. No. Bounce back candidate. What happened to him last <laughs> week? He's dead to me. You know what I happened? hate him. Brandon Cooks. No. A bunch of targets. No, it was his hamstring, douche. It's always something with him. Uh, anyone else on the Texan side of the ball you want to talk about? Brandon Cooks? I'd prefer not to. Jordan Yeah, Yeah, Brandon Cooks is more of a wait and see. If he does what he did last week again and Fuller gets some work, then it might be a decent option next week, but... If Fuller is getting all the looks and Brandon Cooks becomes irrelevant again, he's a guy I don't want to play unless Fuller's out of the game. Yeah, and I don't even think we need to spend too much time on the other side of the ball. I think Roethlisberger is a great stream this week. Uh, Deontay Johnson is your hit of the week. You're you're playing Juju when you have him. I just said, James, do you guys agree James Conner is a good play this week? I think he's in a good spot. I'm going to monitor his health going into the weekend to make sure, like, you know, any reports come out that, you know, he's not practicing in full or whatever. You know, I keep an eye on it, but... If James Conner's out there, obviously Pittsburgh uses the bell cow type of running back situation, so he's going to get the ball. I will say this about James Conner. I think for all you James Conner owners out there, I'm telling you right now, listen up. Listen very closely. This is your week. You start him. You get a big performance out of him. He just put up 20 points on the back of some touchdowns, and you sell, sell, sell right away. Yeah, running back needs If you teams, have man. Benny Snell, package deal them both. All right, moving on. We got Vikings Vikings hosting the Titans. Uh, Titans side of the ball, Tannehill. Great start. Minnesota's got a terror. I I actually think that Tannehill's a good play this week. I mean, Minnesota's got really bad cornerback situation. They're giving up a lot of points through the air. 
Um, I like a lot of people on the Titans, actually. Uh, Derrick Henry might be my running back, like, one overall in the week because of what Jonathan Taylor was able to do against Minnesota last yeah. week. They're going to give him the ball 30 times, like they always do. This is where I think he finally reaches Pater and pays off for that first-round uh, capital you used on him. My dynasty team hopes so because Christian McCaffrey is not playing. All right. A.J. Brown. Is A.J. Brown back? We don't know. We don't know. So monitor that. All right. If he's out, Corey Davis again? <sighs> I think Corey Davis has done too good too many weeks in a row. So <laughs> Something's gonna, up here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go more towards the Jonu aspect yeah, if I, A.J. I Brown's down. Start. What about an Adam Humphreys? No. No, he put up like 10 points fantasy-wise last I just, week I and the week before. It. I just think that wide receivers not struggling the way that running back is right now. I mean, wide receivers had a lot of position, but there's just a lot of other people you can pivot to, and I can't see a world. You have to be really hurting if you're considering putting Adam Humphreys into your lineup right now. I'm just saying, if you need that spot start, Adam Humphreys could be in, if, if A.J. Brown is out. Yeah, I, I don't hate Adam Humphreys. He's more of a guy I wouldn't mind keeping towards the end of my bench to see if, you know, maybe A.J. Brown comes back and re-injures his whatever's going wrong with him now. So he, he might be a decent guy, like, to, you know, help your team out later down the line. But at this point, I think there's a couple better options at receiver. All right, Viking side, Kirk Cousins is droppable you shouldn't have owned in the beginning i think he had negative points this week fantasy wise uh dalvin cook you're playing obviously uh adam thielen yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna play thielen absolutely he's like the only guy that they can throw the ball to any other players on minnesota you're playing this week no i'm staying away from olubisi and jefferson uh, no, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I was going to say, if you're like really hit, or something. I was going to say, if you're really, really desperate at running back, Alexander Madison's worth a flex, but I don't think they're going to have a chance to. I don't I don't know if Madison, he gets like 10 touches a game, so yeah. it's just something to note. Yeah, he, he's a decent um, handcuff that you can, if you're really struggling throwing your flex, he'll get you at least something. Yeah, that's that, and that's the only because I know there's people out there that are really struggling. All right, Chargers hosting the Panthers. Let's get start with the Panther side of the ball. Start all the running options. What well, all the Panthers outside? Um, I'm starting DJ Moore. I'm starting Robbie Anderson. Uh, and I see that I, ends that list for me. Yeah, I agree with that. For me, uh, I can see this game going a little bit like their Week One game did, uh, where it was a ten to thirteen game against the Bengals. So I don't know if I want many of the people in this matchup, to be honest. Yeah, I don't really want a lot of the pass-catching options in this matchup because I just don't think that Carolina is going to be able to get it done against that defense, and I think it's going to it's gonna be very – I don't think it's going to be much of a game. And then Charger side of the ball, quarterback, who knows who's playing. Eckler, you're obviously playing. You said Kelly's your hit this week. Yes. You like him. I like Eckler and Kelly. I like Keenan Allen. He's gotten I, – I mean, I, I hope Herbert's playing. But I I would hope Herbert's playing too. He looked pretty good in his uh, debut. But yeah, he's not, so. and also too, Hunter Henry's been looking dominant this season. So he's a guy that I wouldn't feel bad about plugging in my tight end spot any day of the week. Mike Williams. Um, low end flex. Yeah, I don't I don't think this is a game like the predictable type of game where you know they're going to be taking big looks down deep, and that's where Mike Williams thrives. So yeah, low I'm end probably flex. I'm probably keeping him on the bench, but. Definitely worth being on your team. Uh, moving on. Colts hosting the Jets. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. Start your Jonathan Taylor. I was going to say that's pretty much it because their offensive line, their run game is dominant. Phillip Rivers might pass the ball 10 times this game. 
Let's yeah. be honest. Like, yeah, their their defense is atrocious, and Jonathan Taylor is going to feast. So that's about it. Waiver wire darling last week, Naheem Hines. Does he find your lineup this week? Nope, nope. Okay. I don't see them passing too much. I need I need him to prove it before I can put him in my lineup. And like he said, proved it week one. He proved it week one. I added him, kept him on the bench to let him give another chance to prove it, and he didn't. So he can sit on my bench until I see something like he's being used heavily in a regular game. Uh, Couldn't they have him on someone else's bench, you know? Jets. No. Moving on. Do I even need to say any no. names? No, I, w- I would have maybe thought of Herndon, but Herndon played like 80% of the snaps and got one target. So, yeah. no, I if hate him. Jamison Chowder comes back, you can always plug him in as a volume play. Outside of that, there's nothing to speak about. All right. Cowboys at Seahawks. Shootout game coming, I believe. Yeah, this is, the, this is the fantasy matchup you want. Any stake of anybody you got, and you're putting them in this week because yeah, so. they're going to eat. All the receivers for Seattle – Chris Carson, maybe even Hyde if you're hurting at running back. I would put, you know, any of the receivers, you know, I honestly I'd play pretty much anyone on these teams. I definitely wouldn't start Hyde, but I do agree that I would start Lockett, I'd start Metcalf. You're obviously starting Russ, you're obviously starting Carson. Um that's I think the big one. Are there. you playing Greg Olson? No. Oh, he so. dropped that pick six, <laughs> dude. What a douche. He literally <laughs> ruined Russ's cook. <laughs> he did. I will move on to he, the other side of the ball. He was the overdose of salts and uh Dak Prescott? Definitely. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to start Dak Prescott. C.K. Elliott? Yep. No. Only one I'm probably not going to start this week is Gallup. I would even think about maybe their tight end thrown in there if, I, if I'm if i hurting that tight end right now. But there's so many tight ends in the league, you, you probably shouldn't be. I think you should play Schultz this week. It could be a good Schultz if, week. If it's going to be a shootout week, who knows where those targets are going to fly. You got 10 targets last yeah. week. So, so Schultz could be – if you're if you're hurting a tight end, that's a good spot to play him. Uh, moving on. Lions at Cardinals. Sneaky shootout. Sneaky shootout. I think a huge game for Kenyon Drake incoming. Kyler's going to be Kyler. Hopkins will get his touchdown or two. I'm not playing Kirk. No, um, I'm not playing Fitz either. No. Uh, anyone else on the... What about the mailman? What about the mailman? Sam Darnold. Oh, no. Uh, Dan Arnold. It's Dan Arnold. <laughs> Dan Arnold. <laughs> and Sam no, Darnold's no, long no I'm not going to play him either. Now, <laughs> here's a good question. Other side of the ball. Kenny Galladay. He was very close to coming back last week. I imagine he's going to be back. Um, obviously, monitor the news for this. But if he's back, are you putting him in your lineup? Yeah. 100%, yeah. yes. And I the try- main reason, real quick, is exactly what happened with Miles Sanders. He got held out of week one when he was questionable. He should have probably played. But they wanted him to be 100% for week two. And I think that's exactly what the Lions did with Kenny Galladay. So I think he could have probably played last week. But they wanted him back 100%. And hopefully he is that. And if he is starting, if he's playing, I would never not put him in my lineup. Exactly. You drafted Galladay to be your wide receiver one or two. You're going to play him as your wide receiver one or two. At least until he proves when he's on the field that he's not doing anything. Then maybe you'll start to think about it. But Galladay's an elite wide receiver. So I, I wouldn't. He's playing for me for sure. Absolutely. And uh, if for some reason, he, obviously, I mean, Marvin Jones, you playing Marvin Jones? Marvin Jones, yeah. He had a good bounce back week yeah. last week. If Kenny Galladay misses, are you starting Quentin Cephas? No. Fair enough. Just decent, decent name. He had a good week last week, and he's a guy that I would make sure to keep an eye on if you're watching that game because if he gets even some consistent looks again, that's a guy to keep on your on the waiver wire. He's know. a dynasty darling, by the way. For all you dynasty nerds out there, make sure if you're seeing Quentin Cephas on your waiver wire, use your fab, get him, because a lot of Lions receivers are not under contract for next year. All right, uh, running backs. 
You playing any of them? I'd prefer not to. I mean, you just don't know. Kerryon Johnson's the goal line back now. DeAndre, <laughs> so, I, I mean, I do think this game could be beneficial for DeAndre Swift because I think they're going to be in some pass situations. So I would definitely, if I have to start one, I'm starting that one. Yeah. All right, moving on. Shout out, Bruce. Shout out, Bruce. Uh, Buccaneers at Broncos. Gross. Uh, if Godwin's back, you're playing him. You're playing Mike Evans. Tom Brady. No, never again. Is that a- <laughs> I don't know if I'm at never again with him, but <laughs> never uh, pro- again. Probably, probably not this week. No. Yeah, Tom Brady. You blew it. <laughs> it was a game where they had to run the ball. They were killing Carroll. I don't care. He blew it against the banged up. He Broncos made me team? sweat on Monday nights. Fine. Fournette. I definitely think it's going to be more of a blowout though compared to last week when they really put a game up against that uh, one team. But never mind. <laughs> Anyway, Fournette, Ronald no, Jones. We've already talked about that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no is right. I will go on. Any of the tight ends. Gronk, OJ Howard, Cameron Brate. If I had to pick one, I'm picking Howard. But I'd prefer to not. With I, I would, I'd play Schultz overall. Said I might drop Gronk in like 10 minutes. I hate, I hate <laughs> Gronk. He, I hate him. I hate him more than Fuller. You should have listened to the show. You should listen <laughs> Somebody made Gronk a miss. I said, avoid him at all costs. And you guys were like, oh, no, I looked into this. Gronk looks good. And here we are. Broncos. I still got Jonu on that team, so don't worry about it. All right, all right. Broncos, uh, they lost their quarterback. They lost their best wide receiver. Noah Noah Fant, Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon. In that order. Mm, In the order? My order would be Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon, Noah Font. Really? Mine would be Noah Font. Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy. (laughs) If you're talking about people I'd prefer to start, it'd be Melvin Gordon, Noah Font, Jerry Judy. All right, we're very Interesting. Different. We're very different here. Hmm. <laughs> I'll have to mark that down and we'll see who had the best results. <laughs> yeah, just, you just look, that was the audio version of the, um, what's his name? The meme going around right now of, uh, isn't it Zach Efron with the, or is it DiCaprio? Oh, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, uh, moving on, we've got Sunday Night Football. Packers at the Saints. Sneaky shootout potential there. Packers playing Aaron Rodgers still, right? Packers against who? Against the Saints. Um, We saw what uh, Oakland was it? Or not Oakland. Sorry, I got to stop doing that. Las Vegas did to them last night. No. Not I last mean, night. Monday night. I don't think he's a horrible play. I think there's a lot of players better than him than this week. Just because you do have Devontae Adams banged up. It doesn't sound like it's serious, but it's something to definitely monitor. I don't think he's going to be 100%. On top of that, he's probably going to get you know top cornerback treatment from what is a pretty good New Orleans defense that is going to be coming back for vengeance on a bounce-back game. I just saw Oakland beat this team Who? up on the ground. Vegas. Oh, Vegas, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of Aaron Jones this week. So I saw a report right after that Packers game that if that game was closer, Devontae Adams would have been in the game. Um, he was a little bit uh, banged up for sure. With he wanted hand, back in the hit, game. With his hamstring, but they were like, hey, man, we are destroying this team right now. We can run all over them. We don't really need you to get re-hurt. So I'm confident with Devontae Adams, and I'm definitely confident with Aaron Rodgers this week. Yeah, Obviously, Aaron Jones, Lazard, MVS. No. If you had to pick one. Lazard. <sighs> That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I'd probably go. It depends how the rest of my team is. If I need consistency and catches and just a good 10 points, I'll go Lazard. If I need like a 20-point game, 
I'm going to put MVS in because he has that down-the-field big playability, in my opinion. All right. Can't argue that. Uh, Saints side of the ball, Drew Brees. You know what? He looked so old and bad. I'd prefer to go elsewhere. Especially if Michael Thomas is still not out For there. as long as Michael Thomas. Weapon. Yeah, I don't want. I don't think I want Brees. And then Green Bay has a somewhat underrated defense. Obviously, you're starting Kamara. Are you starting Latavius Murray? Yes, because I'd the one... Him. I think the worst part about Green Bay's defense is their run defense. They had gotten torched on the ground all year last year, and their biggest addition to stop that was Christian Kirksey. So I'm not saying that's going to be too big of a, <laughs> a you know a, a step up. Um, so I think that their run defense is going to be bad, especially in a closer game that they haven't been in yet this year. So Latavius Murray and Kamara are both good plays this week. All right, uh, moving on to pass catchers. Uh, is Emmanuel Sanders still? No, no, just moving on. Jared, Jared Cook, Jared Cook, and that's it for the Saints. Jared Cook, that's it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, moving on to our final game, Monday Night Football, Chiefs at Ravens. I don't know if this is going to be a shootout or if this is going to be a low-scoring. Start everybody in this game. It's going to be a good game. It's Pat Mahomes in primetime. I mean, this is the AFC North Championship preview of what everyone's projecting. If Lamar can get past the first round. Agreed. <laughs> I agree. But, you know, I definitely, I mean, you're not benching. I, I just, you have so much draft capital in these guys. You, I mean, yeah. I'm not starting Watkins. I'm not starting Pringle. I'm not starting Michael Hardman. But well, I'm starting but is, Hilaire. Does that, is that where that list stops? Like, are you playing, uh, you're playing Tyreek, you're playing Kelsey, you're playing Hilaire, you're playing Mahomes. Is that where your list stops? Yeah, I, I wouldn't really want to, especially against a stout like a, Baltimore defense. I'm not trying to put Miko Hardman or somebody that's not proven in my lineup. Yeah, they very easily could have a good game, but n- not confidently. All right, and on to the Ravens side of the ball. Lamar, obviously. Ingram and Dobbins. Are you playing? I, I'd, I'd be playing Ingram and benching Dobbins this week. I'd be playing neither, in all honesty. I think that Kansas City has a sneaky, underrated defense, especially when it comes to stopping the run and with, with Chris you got Jones. Chris Jones right there in the middle, yeah. And um, I, I, I just you can't really gauge who the actual goal line back is on this team. I, I, I understand it's a murky week with running backs, so you probably have to start one. If I have to pick one, I'm definitely going to go Mark Ingram because I think this is going to be a close game, and I do think Ingram is their number one running back in close game situations, but. Not excited about it. I'm going to go the opposite there. I'm going to go with I like J.K. more than I like Ingram simply for the fact that you guys stated Chris Jones. Chris Jones is one of the most dominant nose tackles in the NFL, and he can rush the passer from the nose, and he can definitely blow up the run game. Mark Ingram is a great between-the-tackle runner, and I'm not saying J.K.'s not, but it seems like they like to use him out in space, so this might be the game for J.K. All right. I like the take. Uh, pass catchers, Mark Andrews, bounce back week. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely playing Andrews every single week. Oh, yeah. Every single week. Hollywood Brown, you're playing. Hollywood! I don't think I'm playing Hollywood. I mean, I like Hollywood, but he's just that big play guy. He's going to get you a catch for 50 yards, and he might not show up the rest of the game. So, I don't, I just, I'm not that confident in Hollywood Brown's abilities, especially with a decently sneaky defense like Kansas City. It's sneaky good, and you're right, but also Kansas City's offense is crazy good, and they're going to put up you got to assume they're going to put up some points. So Lamar is going to have to sling the ball a little bit this game. And Andrews, I believe, is going to feast. But I think Hollywood could also, you know, get into his own bag too. Yeah, I'm absolutely starting Hollywood. Yeah, and that's probably where the list ends for me there too. Yeah, I'm not taking a chance on Snead or whoever, Joe Smo, whatever, you know. Devin Duvernay. (laughs) All right, any other uh, things you want to talk about before we get out of here? 
Um, as always, contact us, you know, over socials on game day. We're very happy to help with your start sit questions on any, you know, trade advice, anything that you have fantasy related, or, you know, if you just want to know how our day is, just feel free to contact us at Hitstick Fantasy on Twitter, at Hitstick Fantasy on Instagram. We got a Facebook. You can email us at hitstickfantasy at gmail.com. Or, you know, if you want to be on the show, give us a call. We can let you come in and ask us a question live on the air. I'll give you my phone number. And make sure you give us those reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate that. Good right, luck this week. For listening, guys. See you week four. Good luck, gentlemen and ladies. You blew it!